You've seen their TV shows. You've watched their webcasts. Now, the boys invite you to Poker in the Ears. Hello, my babies, and welcome to Poker in the Ears and Eyes. We're on camera, unless you're listening to the podcast. How's my gut? Is it okay? Is it hidden by the table? You don't want to know. <laughs> I am Uncle Daddy Joe Stapleton. He is my work wife, telling me I need to lose weight. Yes, I am. James Hardigan. And these are two <laughs> beautiful, bouncing baby boys. Griffin Benger and Jamie Staples. These guys are here to help us bring a little credibility, poker credibility, to the webcast. And also, in case you get my squawker is a little worn out these days. They're helping out. Guys, thank you. You're sounding pretty good, though. It's, it sounds like it's coming together a little bit. Drinking I, lots I, of water. I really fluids. need I really need to hear that because the power <laughs> of positive <laughs> thinking uh, is um, going to help me out. Coming up on today's show, we are in Prague. Well done, Joe. You there, know what city you're in. That's, yes. That's achievement unlocked. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's, something I'm, it's a New Year's resolution for 2018 that I'm going to know what city we're in <laughs> all the time. Uh, there have been some shenanigans, and by that I mean we saw Star Wars. Yep. That's what huge That's the only time nerds. I've left this building in the last yeah, four exactly. days. Yeah, exactly. There have been no shenanigans, but we did see spo Star Wars. No spoilers, no reviews, No. but some fun stuff happened while we were seeing that movie. We will talk about that. Uh, we haven't done a show in a long time. Yeah, I think we should issue an apology, by the way, because we have had to drop two scheduled podcasts, a combination of Joe's vocal issues and also prep for the PCA, which we'll come on to in a moment. Um, so if we can get the levels back up for a second, I just want to give everyone a basket of apology kittens. There we go. Enjoy. Apology kittens for all. Um, and of course, it also means, and Go I think on. this is very important, we did say that we were going to start these regular podcast free rolls and we were going to start them in December. We are going to have a podcast free roll. It's going to start in January. So Excellent. Just, just putting it back by one month because it made no sense to launch something new with only one show left in 2017. 2018 is a whole new... So expected by February since we'll all be busy. <laughs> <in January. laughs> so yeah, so those apology kittens are from me, but I'm letting James put his name on it because... Are you sure My, that wasn't the strangling kittens? They didn't no, sound like no, they, stop they, it, Griffin. <laughs> so they're apology kittens, and I'm sure they'll be alive by the time they arrive wherever they're going. Um, yeah, I was, you know, my voice issues, and also I was traveling. I went to Japan. I've got a great story about Japan. Too many to tell, but I'm going to tell one good one. Uh, and on today's show, we've got a tenacious super fan. Uh, his name is Khaled, and I feel like if I died alone in my apartment, he would discover it before any of my friends or family was, because he has <laughs> been in contact with me a lot over the last few weeks. He's very excited to be here. Um, he's going to do Return of the Jedi trivia. Yes. Oh, the, brilliant. The, the reason for this is uh, we've already had an Empire Strikes Back superfan. In the new year, we are going to have a Star Wars 1977 superfan. So the only movie in the original trilogy that has not yet been covered on the show is Return of the Jedi. So that's why... Kind of drew that one. I know Jamie's not huge on Star Wars, but you do know what 1977 is, right? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I wasn't aware this was a trilogy, so I'm not sure what's going on it here. It used to be a trilogy, but now what is it? A franchise. A fr that's, yeah, yeah. It, okay. it's annoying is what it is. Uh, most importantly, though, to get to the poker stuff, there are a couple of huge announcements yesterday. Uh, some things that happened that we were going that we're going to unpack. That's my that's my new word for 2018. We're going to unpack things. Okay. Well, I consider this to fall under the genre of poker news. So, Joe, if you would please do the honors. I am ready. What's going on in poker today? Now it is time for Poker in the Ears news. And I want to start with the PCA. And I appreciate that this is old news because the PCA was announced back in the summer. But in the last couple of months, and particularly in the last few weeks, we've really been putting our plans together for our TV and live streaming coverage from the PCA. And that's what's really been taking up most of my time in the last couple of months. Thrilled to say that we are going to be doing eight days of coverage from PCA 2018, starting on the 7th of January. Um, we are going to be covering the 100K Super High Roller. Yes, good. We're going to be covering the 50K. Okay, complainers. We're covering the high, Super High Roller again. And we're covering the 50K High Roller, which used to be a one-day event, but is now going to be a two-day event because we're going to cover the six-handed final table. Uh, and, of course, the five days of main event coverage. Two major changes for 2018, aside from including the Super High Roller coverage. We are going to be cards up every single day. We will be on a 30 to 40-minute delay for all eight days, and you will get to see whole cards from our two feature tables. That's super annoying because... I can do analysis barely when the cards are up. <laughs> when the th I needed these guys for cards down. 
<laughs> we, got, we have them now that there's cards up. Anyone can do it. Be like, well, I think he's going to raise here. I think he's going to raise with the nut flush on the river. I could have said that. Well, the great thing is we are going to have these guys because we are expanding the commentary team for PCA 2018. Now, Jamie took the rather selfish decision to actually <laughs> play the PCA, which we completely understand, by the way. But obviously, when Jamie's not playing, hopefully he'll be able to drop by the booth from time to time. But I'm pleased to say that Griffin is going to be a full-time member yeah, of the Pokestars TV option. team. I can, I can play this. <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Check yeah. your contract. Yeah. I wish uh, I had when I signed it 14 years ago. Maria Ho is going to be a member of the on-air team. We've got Lex Valhouse signed up. We've got Jonathan Little on the squad. Nice. So I think it's going to be a really fun eight days. And I really hope that people feel that we've taken it up a notch, taken it to the next level, and really enjoy our eight-day stream from PCA. I think so, too. And I, I am genuinely excited for Cards Up. And I think that, in general, it's more engaging for the audience. There are plenty of people that like Cards Down. Every once in a while, I really enjoy it too. There have been some great hands this week where it's been really fun trying to guess what people are going to do. A couple of that involve Fatima. I suggest you guys go back and watch them if you haven't. Um, but, you know, in general, for an eight to ten hour broadcast, Cards Up is the way to go. Yeah, and I think most of the audience have said we've got to a position now in like the second half of 2017 where you can't really justify it anymore. And you can in the sense that there are still game integrity and player fairness issues to consider, but I think we've resolved those cool. now. So looking forward to the new year. Here in Prague, two big announcements that Daniel Negreanu made yesterday. The EPT is back. Yes. And do you remember, Joe, this time last year, we sat at this table, Crying. recorded this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and we were a little bit emotional because we were saying goodbye to the tour we'd worked on for so many years, and we were reliving our favorite EPT memories from years gone by. And now it's back. Uh, I was just starting to learn the new hashtags. Thanks. <laughs> it, took, it took almost a year for me to get some of those. Actually, I wasn't even getting them right, so it doesn't matter. Um, question, though, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. Well, I do. Uh, what season? EP, like It'll be season EPT 2018. 2.1? We're going to do it by year. We're going to do it by year now. Yeah, okay. because the season used to run September through to May. Now it's going to run calendar year, so okay. it'll be EPT 2018. Um, I guess starting in Sochi in March, because the PCA is kind of its own thing now, uh, going to Monte Carlo, Barcelona, and concluding in Prague. So really, it's the same events as they were in 2017 and were the year before that, but just under the EPT banner. And I think that we kind of probably underestimated how attached the players were to that brand, to that tour, and how much they missed it when it went away. Were you guys at all attached to it before? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, th <clears throat> I think so. I mean, you know, when I first started traveling uh, the European circuit, the EPT was just this... Uh, it was this stable. It was this, you know, holy grail. And I think that, uh, yeah, people are really attached to it and they want to, you know, the whole, the allure also of the triple crown and the relationship with other tours and, and that sort of thing. So, um, I think people are really excited to, uh, to have it back. I think speaking as, as a small town Canadian boy, yeah. when you tell people, yeah, I'm going to play on the, the European poker tour. Like yeah. that's a cool thing, you know. That Good that's point. they have that in other sports as well, like in golf. You know, there's the European golf tour and stuff like that. So uh, I just think it, it fits better, and it hasn't really left me all year. I've been you calling know, it's it a EPTs. good point. Yeah, as Canadians, you know, in America, poker players knew about it because it was really prestigious, and you know, the world's richest poker tour was the tagline for a while, and that that was true um, for a really long time. But the TV shows they didn't air in America, but in Canada, these guys had it on TV a couple of times a week, I think. So it was probably even a bigger deal yeah, for Canadians than it was for Americans. Have it, have yeah. It in the U US. Wow. Good point. Now the other big announcement, because the EPT was just a small part of what's happening with the kind of live events, and indeed this applies to what's happening online next year as well. The PokerStars Players No Limit Hold'em Championship, and this is this big tournament that's going to be held at PCA 2019, so you've got more than a year to wait for it, but also a whole year to potentially win your way in. So it's a high roller event. It's a 25K buy-in, so obviously out of most of our price ranges. Um, but the reality is that there's going to be opportunities for players at all stakes to potentially win these Platinum Passes, which is a package worth $30,000. It's the 25K buy-in, plus accommodation, travel expenses, all the rest of it. And there are going to be more than three of those Platinum Passes being given away at live events and in online uh, events over the course of 2018. And so this is fairly random, right? Like, we don't know how you get one. Well, it's I think they've announced that, like, there's going to be five given away over the course of the Winter Series, which is the That's online in. series okay. running from Christmas to the New Year. Um, they're going to be giving away five, I think, during the PCA, uh, during Pokestars Festival London. So I think at every single live event next year, whether it's a festival an EPT, an APPT, or a Megastack, there's going to be at least one Platinum cool. Pass. Cool. They're all going Platinum, baby. 
So, and I guess the good news is that you guys have signed on. Well, Jamie's playing this year anyway, PCA, but you could potentially win them because it's not until 2019. There you go. So let's hope Griffin doesn't win one so we can keep him. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the hope. It's actually really hard to recruit poker players to work on, like, covering poker tournaments because they want to play them. Yeah. But, you know, we somehow, we've lucked out for one event. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. Um, and a million added to first. That's the other thing. So in oh, total, right. if you take the... <laughs> Just that little footnote. Yeah. Well, if you think about the contributions to the prize pool, with those 300-odd packages, that's 8 million. The first prize is another million. So that's 9 million already in the prize pool. When word spreads about this and people, like, start to kind of, like, sell action or whatever or get staked... I think there's every reason to expect that this could be like a seven to eight hundred player twenty-five k event, which would make it the biggest high roller event. Yes, or biggest twenty-five so, k buy-in event in history. And so my question to you guys is: I know you don't play twenty-five k's regularly, but if this ends up being the biggest field twenty-five k of all time, do you think that does that make it more appealing for you guys? Oh to yeah, play? I, I, I mean, unless I just you know, decide to absolutely have to cover it, you know, just like really, it's just super important to me, which I, which I could feel that way. You could be like, yeah, a full-on career yeah, poker yeah, broadcaster sure. by then. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it would be a can't-miss event. I mean, with that added extra money, it just becomes, you're so incentivized. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be so many people whose, you know, biggest buy-in might not, may, they maybe would have had played a 5K event before, they'll probably find a way, sell a bunch of action, and, and, and get into it. Yeah, I mean, 320 seats added, and mm -hmm. I suspect these seats are going to be given away probably not in the, you know, the Super Tuesday, the winner gets an extra yeah, seat. Exactly. These are going to be random We want poker real players. people going, yeah. Right, some yeah. good stories. So I think when you look at that value, you're going to be and playing a 25K. weaker players is what he's saying. Right? <laughs> he's like, so you're telling me these guys are going to be your average Jews, huh? <laughs> I know how to take those guys on. So the, the, the value in this 25K is really going to play more like a main event here or even like a $1,000 or $2,000 buy-in. So uh, I think it's going to be absolutely insane yeah. to see, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to show everyone how excited I am for this, but <laughs> things are happening here. I'm just going to cover things up. Uh, speaking of giving these seats away, now we did give away a Platinum Pass yesterday. Yes. During just the broadcast. One? Yes, exactly. We were supposed <laughs> to give away just one, and it was supposed to go to the person who went out on the bubble. But what happened? It was a double bubble. It was a double bubble. Two guys went out of the bubble. And so Daniel, in his infinite wisdom in the moment, was like, hey, we're just going to deal out a hand. And whoever wins is going to get this package. Which to me was like, that's like a double, double bubble. Like, can you <laughs> yeah. imagine like bubbling this tournament and then being like, uh, okay, oh, nope, no 30K package, bye. <laughs> Daniel, the first hand he deals out. Everyone is, loves a chop pot. Is pop. a chop. I was going to say, the whole thing that ended up happening ended up being very on message for you guys. It's <laughs> a chop pot it thing. A lot because, of our catchphrase. Because it was supposed to only be one, and then after two different chop pots, they're like, okay, we're giving you Yes, this. but the yeah. problem is that the second chop pot was missed. Daniel <laughs> yeah. didn't see that it was a chop. Well, and he actually, called it. He goes, oh, we could have another chop here. And then he misses it on the river. Yes. And this is the amazing thing. When Daniel Negreanu says, this guy's won the hand, no one questions it. Like, the dealer's probably looking at the board thinking... Everyone's everyone standing around is like, but hey, it's the, it's the emperor's new clothes situation. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So obviously, no it will be after the event when everyone realized, look, that was a chop, and it's like having run two chops in a row. And I actually believe when we saw it was a double bubble, I was thinking, I really hope they just give out two passes. And I'm pleased that that was the end result. Yes. That even after all those shenanigans with the dealing out hands and the chop pots, that both guys ended up with 30K packages to this event. So we had to cover news to get started here. I do want to bring back, if I can, for one second, social media beefs. Now, I'm not going to have beef with this guy. I just, okay. I'm just going to let it sit. Okay? Okay. I'm not going to comment. You guys can read and comment if you like. Is this now, the, the, the fat picture Facebook thing? Or? No, my God, no. That's, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, sh I'm, I'm vain, but I'm not that vain. <laughs> I'm not that vain. Was this guy out of line? Do I really look that fat in this picture? <laughs> Griffin, come on. Don't show all the seams. No, this is something different. This is uh, when the EPT was, sorry, the PokerStars Championship started airing on television again in the UK. I posted on all the social media. Hey, the show's back. Check it out. And people were overwhelmingly Awesome, great, we've missed the show. Except for one guy. And uh, I'll let you guys... James, you want to handle reading this aloud? I, okay, I will put on my best voiceover voice. And I said it's on at 12.45 a.m. And this is, this is the, the comment I get. We are all asleep as it's on at 00.45. Are you beep or just shit at jokes? Jamie, you can play Antonio? Um, 
Of course. James Hardigan is a great presenter. Not sure about the other guy, That's though. funny. See, that's funny. That's a nice little jab. It's cool. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, Joe, do you want to play the role sure, of Joe Stapleton? There is so much about your comment that reveals you as a completely ignorant person. I could pick it apart bit by bit, but honestly, even a could see what a feckless and moronic statement you've made. Wow. Okay. Fight, 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 fight. Okay, are we just going to stick to this gentleman's responses from now here on? Here we go. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much just him from here on out. You are the only beep in the universe. That can't be true. Uh, no, exactly. <laughs> Inaccurate. How you commentate about poker, I do not know. Just a quick aside, there is no such word as commentate. It is comment. <laughs> you should try reading a book on basic strategy. I've said that to him before. <laughs> Happy play you heads up at any variant and take your chump change, buddy. Also, that part's accurate. It would be for chump change. If you want an MMA fight in the cage, yo raise money for charity. <laughs> then I will happily sew you up and cracked better jokes than ya. Stop ruining Channel 4. <laughs> oh, you're one when everyone is asleep. Thank fuck for that. Uh, and then he gets on somebody else for trying to have okay. my side. Let's and just stick to the final, end. Final comment here. Bet you're going to block me now because you can't handle the truth. Just like the other commentator who is a prick to deal hey, with. Hey, don't track me into this. <laughs> Try being polite to poker deals, dealers. Joe Stapleton, as you were rude to me and all my colleagues during EBT and WPT. Now, this is the part that I'm like, fine, you don't like my commentary. First of all, why are you my Facebook friend? Well, that's, a, that's, that's up to you because you Weird. accept everyone. Yes, I do. <laughs> but like, I, am a, I have been rude to poker dealers during both the EPT and the WPT. Do you know when the last time I went to a WPT event was? 2008. <laughs> that was a long time ago, so I have I no think most idea. people who've been on the tour would say that Joe is very, very friendly to all of the dealers. See, what, what your problem, Joe, is that you're, you're, you're just becoming so famous that you need those two separate Facebook accounts if you're going to make all these additions. I mean, this is just too much stress I on your life. I already have that, and then <laughs> I feel guilty, and I start accepting everyone to the real <laughs> Also, so now I have two. And my dad gets on my ass because he's like, I really wish you wouldn't post stuff about, like, you know, you masturbating and stuff. Yeah, I know it's a joke. I know you're a comedian, but like... And I know you masturbate, but... <laughs> your cousins are on there. I'm like, Dad, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't request any of them. <laughs> I want to close out this segment with something positive. Family's important in the holidays. We had, um, we had one positive Facebook message I got just this morning. This is super cool. It's my friend Max, who's in India right now. Can you guys handle reading this one for me? I'm going to do a little tea. Joe, I'm in a taxi in southern India with a fan of yours. He's a big poker guy, and you mentioned you, and he loved it, I mentioned. <laughs> I told him you should say his name on air, and that K, your Indian fans. Why can no one type anymore? Yeah, I know. Well, he's in India. Maybe it's, you know, he's in a bouncy cab. <laughs> Probably, like, lots of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of traffic. traffic. Yeah, and there's a lot going on. Cows in the street, I think. Um, having lunch with him now on banana leaves. Okay. Banana leaves. I got the proof. He sent it. <laughs> Right. There we go. Where is this going? But here's his name. Okay. His, his name, name is, is Akshi Sharma. Sharma. And his, he and his wife are both fans, and I said I'm going to call him Action Akshi. So Action Akshi and all of our Indian fans, James, there's a billion of them. We need to kiss their asses. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there's a billion people there. We love you guys from Pune. Thanks very much for, uh, for saying hello to my friend Max. What a small world, right? I love the message back to him. Tell him the podcast is called Poker in the Ears. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> always, great, always be working. Great plugs. Now, <laughs> I, want, I wanted to do one quick Japan anecdote. We're closing the segment out. Um, quick backstory. My friend was producing a movie in Japan, and she and some of the actresses in the movie are American. They were a little bored and homesick. And she said, look, I have an entertainment budget for the star of this movie, and I haven't touched it yet. I will fly you and your best friend out to just come hang with us for a week in Japan and like show us a good time and just, you know, I know you and your best friend are super So fun. Joe called me up and I said, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so we went out there, we had a blast. I, I got like 30 seconds to finish this story. Was, the one best story is this. We all went out one night, about eight of us, me and the producers and the star of the movie and a couple of the production people uh, and one of the other actresses in the movie. And at the end of the meal, the chef comes over and he's like whispering to the Japanese production assistant and the people in the in the restaurant all like looking over and eventually we're like, what was that all about? And she was like, oh, some of the some of the customers, they noticed there was a movie star at the table and they were asking, they wanted to know if Joe was Bradley Cooper. It <laughs> <laughs> no was an actual big Hollywood star at the table. They did not notice her, thought I was Bradley Cooper. Oh, that's awesome. I can see it. 
I don't are living your, I don't, you are living your best life, sir. I don't see it at all, but I will take it. I am living my best life, and we've lived our best part one of a podcast. Part two, very soon. Poker in the ears. Welcome back to Poker in the Ears and Eyes. We are in Prague, closing out 2017. It is Christmas time, which actually, in the last few years, means it's Star Wars time. Exactly. Because um, what, since 2015... I mean, I know it's only the last three years, really, but there's, we now realize... It's going to happen for the next... Decade, probably. Well, till the Earth, yeah, till the Earth a catches new, on fire. A new totally. Star Wars movie every year. It's so funny, because when, obviously, we were talking to Griffin about coming out to Prague, his reservation about working this <laughs> event was, am I going to get to see Star Wars? <laughs> and the weird thing was, I had no intention of watching it while we were here, because I've got tickets booked for when I get back to London. I'm going to see it with my wife and daughter. Except you know everyone is an a-hole... Exactly. And it was actually, it was uh, Ben Sprague, who's been working with us on the stream this week, who said, you are going to be exposed to social media and Twitch chat for like five days. Everyone else on your crew is going to see it. There is no way that you are going to be able to avoid spoilers. And it was that that made me say, yes, Griffin, please buy me an extra ticket. Ironically, he opted not to go and got it spoiled yesterday. Well, there you go. Yeah, because... Someone had a band a guy in the chat, and out of curiosity, he was like, oh, what'd this guy say to get banned? <laughs> no. Boom. Spoiler. Oh, so no. this is what, so Griffin, very kindly, was like, I'm going to buy tickets. Who wants them? Griffin buys four tickets. And then James, who like doesn't really like to be left out of things, was like, well, I, I kind of want to go now. And I was like, here's the information. Buy your own ticket. Liv and he, Liv's like, what are you guys doing tonight? I'm like, here's the information. Buy your own ticket. What do the both of them do? Hit up Griffin to buy them more tickets. <laughs> to be fair, Griffin offered. I did offer. I mean, it's okay. like, you know, I knew it was streamlined. I knew where to go. Um, but it ended up being a bit of a disaster at the theater because two of them didn't get sent to my email. And we were scrambling. It was like eight minutes past the start of the showtime. So I just ended up buying two new tickets. Two more tickets. <laughs> and then when we got out at like I mean, midnight, the, there was no one there for me to, to, to refund the ones that I double, the, double the purchased. The whole thing was a disaster <laughs> from like start to finish. The, these two cab drivers had like a seven-minute conference on where this movie theater was, which, by the way, is massive and like part yeah. of a new, like a gigantic <laughs> and super shopping lit up. mall. <laughs> and I was showing them on a map. I'm like, here, here, like you show me anywhere in Los Angeles on a map. I'm like, okay, I don't know that building, but I know where that dot is. I can take you there. I couldn't quite. And I'm understand. not a cab driver. Well, I you're an Uber driver. <laughs> things are tough between tours. You the, know, <laughs> the cab journey, the cab journey from the hotel to the movie theater was at least three times the length and three times the cost of the cab journey back. From the movie theater to the hotel. Those it guys. Point, it was 2.1 miles and it was a $25 cab. Yeah, I'm starting oh. to think, I have this oh. theory actually that, that cab drivers may take advantage of tourists right? sometimes. Isn't that I don't weird? Know. It's, it's crazy. This, it's this thesis wow. I'm developing. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it warrants further investigation. Yeah. So James, unfortunately, at this point is whining about everything. He's like, I didn't know it was in 3D. Okay, this is this it was a big thing. And to be, fair, <laughs> to be fair, there were other members of our party who were equally a little bit disappointed. Spoiler alert, this. some of the showings are in 3D. <laughs> I uh, didn't realize it was a big taboo thing in like, you know. I also don't I prefer 2D movies, mm. but I wouldn't throw a fit like he was. I think the issue is, and so many movies these days are shot flat and then post-converted into 3D. And I'm sorry, but they look like shit. And Griffin raised a really good point, which ultimately convinced me to just go along with it. He said, it's Star Wars. They will have spent a decent amount of money. Because he was ready to storm well. out. <laughs> I was ready to storm out. Um, and, but the other, the, the, that, to be honest with you, the, the 3D was less tilting than Joe Stapleton eating a fucking feast during the Once film. A, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. First beep, of all, beep, when, when Griffin and Liv and Igor finally get into the theater, we realize there's enough room in the row for everyone to sit. And so Griffin's like, can everyone move down? I'm like, James, move over. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's, he, would not, he wouldn't move over. I had to climb over James and to go sit in the, the corner. next to him. Yeah. I was very happy with my seat. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you hadn't done that, I wouldn't have been sitting next to you. That is true. So but you ended up, so then about five minutes into the movie, I'm eating popcorn normally, as people do in the theater, and he goes, Please tell me you're almost done with that. And I, was, I was so annoyed with him. Like, I have so much patience for James, but at this point, I just look at him and I go, No. As you know, I personally believe that food should be banned from cinemas. 
you know, I really, I really look up to James as kind of, you know, like a father figure, but he was really petulant this whole trip. I mean, it's yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to be left no, out. Once you get to <laughs> know him, you, you really... <laughs> just a quick callback. I'm not moving. Just a quick callback to uh, Joe's Facebook critic. You know the bit where he says the other commentator is a prick to deal with? Story checks out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, the whole thing that comes across on camera is that, like, I'm the child. Yeah, I know. Not yeah. true. <laughs> this guy, absolutely the child. Um, what I found interesting about this, too, is that so Liv and Igor come, and Liv's super stoked to see this movie. And in the car right over, she's like, so what What happens in Star Wars again? <laughs> you had to give her like a... Crash course. Force Awakens crash course. Yeah, like, I missed that. I, re I really could have used that yeah. crash course. I'm not sure what happens. And this is what I found to be most odd, is that Liv really reminds me of Rey. Like, it's mm -hmm. almost uh, distracting really? to me. Yes. And look, maybe all white people look alike. I don't know what it is, but like... Just this English girl, spunky English girl. They don't look that similar in the face, but I see these similarities. And Liv dressed up like Ray, a at Burning, Burning Man, Man, yeah, but didn't even see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this was her first experience with Ray. So like I had, I just found it very odd that uh, that Liv hadn't seen the movie and, and is like so gung ho to see it. Now, of everyone who went, I was the only person who didn't love it. And everyone acted like I was like a heartless, <laughs> soulless person. As someone who cries in pretty much every single movie he ever watches, I'm surprised that this film didn't resonate. I had with you. some like some like a little quiver every <laughs> once in a while, but which I was surprised too. Rogue One, a bawling, just well, it was just like embarrassing. I was on an airplane <laughs> and I was like grabbing the sleeve of the guy next to me to like wipe my eyes and stuff. It's totally embarrassing. This one, didn't, yeah, it was. I think good. further down the line, we'll discuss the movie in more detail. Sure. But we did say we're not even going to like talk about our emotional reaction without any spoilers because, yeah. you know, appreciate the fact that other people haven't had the chance to sure. see it. And I don't want to color their impression of the totally. movie before they've had a chance to go to the theater. Yeah. Jamie, you did not go with us. You're not a big, first of all, you said you've seen Star Wars 1 and 7. Yeah, one and seven. Uh, I think I saw one of the new ones. I'm not sure which one. Though. What do you mean by new There's ones? There's only been one new <laughs> one before this okay. one. Okay, all right. That well, one. see, when you're as old as me and James, the new ones could refer to six movies. I think I called it a book once on my stream. Like, I haven't read the books. <laughs> That's how I am with Harry Potter. I'm like, I saw one, four, and six, I think. And people are like, what? So, yeah, whatever. Not your thing. But you went out to dinner? Uh, yeah, so I, I found a restaurant here in Prague. Uh, my girlfriend found it, actually, and it's called Chili Point. So... I went. You know, I was like, okay, maybe a little bit of chili. That sounds good to me. Um, we went into this restaurant down the stairs, six tables, and it was just freezing. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed the message. We we uh, we opened the menu, and there's there's warnings about eat at your own risk. So it's it's actually like a full is out. Is that like a gimmick thing, like to make people think they're eating something spicy, or is that like are they legitimate? No, they were they were legitimate, and it's like a, a nice place. You know, it's like a little piece of art on the plate. It was good. I liked it, but. It's really hot. Like the appetizer, the drinks, the main what course, everything. What level did you order? Well, I was a wuss. I was just you like, went for the low stuff, yeah, and it was yeah. still really hot. Yeah, yeah, it was hot. Like, I I, I would, are you you a hot food guy? I'd go. I'd go check that out. It's uh, spicy. I can take it, but I would rather. I, I like a medium. Yeah, I'm a medium guy. I used to be a, a nothing. Like, don't. Right. I can't handle it at all. Yeah. Um, are you on a particular diet? Because you still got the weight loss bet going and all that. So what's where are we at with all that? Well, they say with the with the heat, it actually helps with your metabolism. Sure, so, okay. You know, we'll, we'll take hey, that Hey, you don't victory. have to justify it to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, I'm, I'm like, on the defense Jamie, here. should you really have been in a restaurant? <laughs> Shouldn't you have been eating celery yeah. on a treadmill? <laughs> yeah, so uh, my brother and I have the ultimate sweat. We booked a bet against Bill Perkins where we need to get to within one pound on March 26th of this year, uh, 2018. So... Uh, we're about 40 pounds apart, three stone-ish. Um, so that's still pretty pretty challenging. At this, at we, this yeah, yeah, it's going to be the most awful three months ever. I'm going to yeah. be crying a but lot. But you think you can pull it off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah we're, Every we're tier is some distance. small amount of weight coming out of your body, though. Absolutely. So ball away. Yeah, just a little bit of salt. Yeah, like salty fine. tears, they're yeah, heavy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're working on that. We're pretty close. And um, how much have you lost so far, and how much has he gained? Uh, he is up, I think, 45 pounds or so, and I'm down 81. Wow. Yeah, so. This is the awesome. perfect setup for Perkins, too, because when, <laughs> when you guys do it, he can be like, and now go back. Switch it up again. <laughs> We're really happy to have uh, you here, Jamie. Um, what is it that, what's your streaming schedule like these days? 
so I've been traveling a lot this year. I'm living in Costa Rica with... Yes, oh yeah, tell me about this house. Yeah, with Lex Veldhaus, uh, who's going to be doing the PCA with you guys uh, this year. So it, it's been an experience. Costa Rica is nice and warm. There's great beaches. But we found a crab, a frog, and a scorpion in the house so far over a past month and a half. So it's a bit intense. You do, you know, call it, do you call it the, the Veld house? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I thought he was gonna go. For, I thought he was gonna go for a crab joke. But no, no, I was. I was. I was. Somehow he was. He was. He was locked in on the Bell <laughs> yeah, House joke yeah. from Jump Street. Uh, and you guys, they moved house while you're here, right? Yeah. So we got to skip the whole moving process. We just packed up our bags. Like, all right, see you guys at the new place. We're off to Prague. Was it the scorpion that was the deciding factor? It's like the crab, the frog. We can deal with scorpions. No, we're out of here. Yeah, that was a bit. That was a bit much. I don't know if I'm in for that. So I feel like in Costa Rica, you might move into a worse place. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I'm sweating it a little bit, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Overall, the house has been great, though. It's been good to have like three streamers in one house, all really motivated to work hard. Um, and and a great crew around us, so it's been a lot of fun. And uh, how much time have you had to spend there? Have you done much streaming for like, yourself personally? Uh, yeah, I've streamed maybe 20 days or so. We've only been there for for two months, and we have about another month left before so the Bahamas. Lex is a daily streamer, right? Yeah. You every day? Uh, it hasn't been every day. Uh, with with this weight loss bet going on, it's been like a little bit more. Mm, I need to take today off. Like I'm just gonna be annoying <laughs> on stream. So because you're uh, hungry and hate everyone. Yeah, I'm okay. hangry. I'm <laughs> hangry all the time. So uh, it's been a little bit less consistent, but I'm looking forward to dropping this 35. I pounds. don't know. I think you should unleash hangry staples on your audience. <laughs> I think they need to see this kind of Mr. Hyde type character that lives within. Right. It's good for your brand. It's like a little edge, you know? Yeah. Some of us here at this table sometimes have an alter ego. Ego. I don't want to say who, but sometimes <laughs> an alter ego. I'm going to look at everyone equally so no one knows who I'm talking about exactly. But hangry staples, that could be a thing. I'll work on it. I'll, I'll try that out next time. Because Lex, he gets kind of angry sometimes on the streams, right? Yeah. Lex wears his heart on his sleeve. Like, <laughs> we're very polarized, I think, in, in our approaches, for sure. Man, and uh, I guess one last question. You guys got a guest room in that house in Costa Rica? Why are you always yeah. trying to get on these gigs? <laughs> I just, now you just want to go to Costa Rica because I've heard it's awesome there. You want it to be on the stream boat? You want to be in the stream house? Yeah, I like not working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these guys are working really hard. <laughs> yes, I know, and I just want to be in the background being like, hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin, where are you living these days? Uh, Montreal just moved uh, in September. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's that's the end of my story. Yeah. You, <laughs> do uh, elaborate? You, well, you've said, mentioned that you're like haven't been playing that much poker lately. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do with um, yourself? Yeah. <laughs> How do I spend my time? Well, um, my I was I was living in London for a year, and then my girlfriend wanted to uh, finish school back in Montreal. And you know, being a man of the world and not really needing a sort of place, it's like just like you know, Jamie here, we can just go to Costa Rica. I was like, yeah, I'll do that for a little while and suffer through the the winter months. But uh, um, I'm I'm actually really enjoying it. I met a lot of really cool people at uh, at Burning Man of all places. Uh, oh no shit! You made a bunch of friends at Burning <laughs> yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. Just to go full cliche. Friends for life, yeah. everybody. Still, still, Burning Man. Still writing my blog. Hashtag home. <laughs> um, so so. So it was cool. I mean, like I, I didn't have a, uh, you know, a, a big network of friends in 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 London. Even though as much as I tried to get in touch with James, you know, he's a busy family man and wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> Wouldn't even go see it's John Wick. So too. ridiculous. <laughs> it's like I lived there for a year. We never two miles apart. Never saw each other. Two miles down the road. Two miles down the road for a year, and we literally never got together. I even once. saw him one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Twice, there. I think. Yeah, yeah. two times. Just go see your comedy. Um, if you'd call it that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I, it's nice to have a, a network of, of, of good friends in Montreal and, um, and yeah, I mean, just since, since the, you know, the main event and everything like that, I've, poker's getting a lot tougher and, uh, I don't know if I really have the, the stomach for the daily grind. I feel like if you really want to be, um, making money, especially online, you really need to be playing most days and then the days you're not playing is, Reading and yeah, studying. Yeah, you need to be studying and stuff like that. And uh, so I, I think I'm, I'm kind of putting that in the, in the backseat a little bit. Still traveling the tour here and there and playing some live events. I feel like I definitely thrive in those. I mean, I was fortunate enough, um, I guess it would have been earlier this year. Uh, Irish Open, right? Irish Open, yeah. I won the Irish Open, which was which was really, really great. And that kind of gave me my income for the year. So I, yeah. You know, um, but I've been playing a lot of uh, video games and been getting super interested in, in that industry. Getting exposed to a pretty... I mean, the community of gamers aren't uh, aren't everything I 
I wanted them to be. I mean, there's a lot of toxic stuff going Jerks, on there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I'm super interested in, in everything that's happening in gaming, and um, and I've been playing a lot of video games and getting really into that. I know I hit us. Griffin yeah. up sometimes. I'm like, what game should I play? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I go out and buy it and it just sits in cellophane yeah. in my house because <laughs> yeah. I don't ever actually. You have to like be dedicated to video games for sure. Yeah. Um, one last question I have for you, Griff, was the last time I went to your house in Toronto, mm-hmm. you had a bit of an addiction yeah, of uh, maquettes. Is that what you call them? Like the little yeah. ceramic. <laughs> Figurines. Figurines, yeah. yeah. And Figures or statues. You had, yeah. your, uh, your apartment was was large and was wall-to-wall yeah. figures, and you had boxes and boxes of them I unopened. think at one point we had to go to the postal depot because some more had arrived yes. and were then brought <laughs> yeah, back yeah. to the house. And do you still... I thought we were just getting lunch, Griff. <laughs> do you still do that? No, I've, I've completely... I mean, they're all in a storage unit in Toronto and have been there for a long time. I'm actually going back... F- Home for the holidays, and I'm going to have a couple ship ship sh- shipped to me because I've you know I spent uh, thousands and thousands. The addiction of starts on... all over. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. I actually had half a mind. I went to a mini Comic Con in Montreal last weekend, and and uh, and I was just like, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll treat myself and get myself a, a new piece. You know, I haven't really gotten one in in you know a year and a half, two years, and then I just and your girlfriend was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no I actually got there and I was like getting cold sweats. It was like I was just like I can't do this. Like you know, like I don't want to start again. But uh, I mean, so it wasn't I'm, even just normal stuff. It wasn't like there's Spider Man, there's Silver. He's like, this is Superman fighting uh, <laughs> Goku, po- Pokemon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> too far, That's buddy. a great piece. That's a great piece. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm really glad we got to know you guys a little bit on this. Hopefully, we get to know you a lot more over the next uh, couple of months doing streams together. Really excited to have you on board. Uh, after this next break, we're going to get to know our super fan, Khaled. And that's coming up right after this. One of them loves the EPT, knows it inside out, and would do anything for the European Poker Tour. The other one is Joe Stapleton. It's super fan. Versus states. Welcome to the show, Khaled. Khaled, tell Ka- me. Khaled. Khaled. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> State. And we're we've known to, each other for so long. We're gonna have to re-record the whole show. <laughs> Everybody, I got the name wrong. I think most fans of yours are used to you butchering their names. It's an honor to have your name <laughs> butchered Indeed. by states. It is. It Welcome is. to the show. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. I hope you don't mind uh, the, the little the mentioning of. The 700 messages I get from yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, I love it. I love it. I love, oh, by the way, you left your oven on, but I. Oh, I, wanna, you I, got I, it. I, I got it. Right. It's taken care of. Just, he's just like, no, no I got to save Stapes' yeah. apartment. Yeah, I, mean, I was the one know. who turned it on. Actually, <laughs> Griff was jealous of my three figurines that I have in my. Yeah. If I can't have them, no one can. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. You have a pretty interesting story, do you not? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of an interesting story. Uh, so I just recently moved here. I was uh, living in in Dubai and working the last three years and. Uh, had a little bit of surgery that didn't go so well this year and uh, ended up in, in intensive care for about seven days, four of which I was out on a respirator. And when I woke up, I said, you know what? Life is way too short. So I made some changes. I cashed what some stuff do, in. What do you do in here then? I mean, I get yeah. playing poker, yeah. but to, to want to be a part of this, life is too short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a precious 17 minutes that you need to be out <laughs> raising or something or, yeah. or, or folding aces on the, bu- on the bubble. I don't know, but this seems like a weird way to spend it. This yeah. is really what you want to do. Yeah, I, 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 I want to try it. You know, I try to live my life so that I never say I wish I would have or I should have because I don't want to be 80 and then go, you know, God, I wonder if I had tried poker, you know. So uh, so I, uh, I'm trying it. It's interesting. You know, I've been to Barcelona. I've been to uh, Malta. I've, I've been to you know quite a few tournaments and stuff. And I'm finding that I'm more of a cash game player. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I don't really have the patience for it. But uh, but you know so so after I really sort of decided to make that change, I said you know what I love Prague. I want to live in Prague. I live 500 meters from here now. Wow. Uh, in, in a beautiful apartment. Cool. And uh, you know why not? It's just it's life was 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 way too short. And after seeing you guys, you know, for the last what 13 seasons on the EPT and watching it and everything it just it just got me so excited so uh, how does that work uh, job visa living wherever you want wise how do you just go and also is this a du- 
Dubai accent I'm hearing? I don't. Doesn't... No, no. I'm yeah. uh, so so. I'm from America. I'm Egyptian. Uh, I was born in Cairo, but I grew up in Houston. Uh, made Miami my home. I uh, come from thea- uh, theatrical background. I used to uh, produce. Uh, uh, I was a stage manager, assistant director. I did opera. He is very unimpressed by all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be bigger, but I mean, I, I don't know where my trailer is still. I mean, nobody's shown me, and I don't know where hair and makeup is. So excuse this. But, yeah, you did fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, uh, you know, I did opera. I, I worked for Blue Man Group uh, uh, in Vegas and in Boston. I uh, uh, did theater uh, all over the world. Uh, Covent Garden uh, did a few operas there and uh, uh, Edinburgh. And just was very fortunate to have that kind of career. And then I went to Dubai to help open a theme park out there. Wow. Yeah, that was a mistake, um, <laughs> except for the money. And then uh, and they the kept paying park, it. Is the theme park still in operation? I don't, you know, I, I think it is. They won't let it fail. But, you know, they get like 1,000 or 2,000 people there. That's it. And they're, yeah, it's just, you know, you build a theme park in a, in a country where six months out of the year you can't be outside. That's a problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so fortunately, you know, I've had a very interesting career. And uh, uh, so, so I came here and actually started a production company. So I, I want to do theater. I want to do. You've been here for like three weeks, haven't you? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I've been here since August. This, see, this is why there's not like enough success to go around the world because you have people like this that are just crushing it, that are just like <laughs> yeah. all of the success. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a production company. <laughs> so, Colin, I know you obviously you've been bothering Joe on social media yeah. for many, many years. But I haven't we... found you yet, by the way. I'm, ah. fi- I'm going to find you. Okay, well, we finally met face to face in Barcelona, and that's what we talked about. That's when we found out uh, that you wanted to be on the show. You decided to come in uh, here in Prague because obviously you live in the city and you nominated you wanted to do something Star Wars related Yes. we suggested Return of the Jedi that you've gone with as your specialist subject obviously we were talking Star Wars earlier on I take it you're a big fan of the franchise huge fan listen 40 years ago this is okay I'm going to show my age I can't believe I'm doing this but 40 years ago in 1977 40 years ago on my 20th birthday in 1977 I saw Star Wars The New Hope episode 4 uh, three times in a row, and I was 11. Like wow. in a day? In the same day. And, I, and my, my best friend and I, Maurice, wanted to see it a fourth time. We called our parents, and they're like, what are you, what, no, we're going to come and come to get you. What are you guys doing, drugs? Or what? what's happening? You know? <laughs> Nobody sees a movie four times in a row. But, Mom, it's Star Wars. You know, so. Wow. Uh, and in the original run of the production, I saw it 42 times in the theater. Holy wow. my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so, Return of the Jedi, how well do you know it? And the reason I ask is because... I'm going to get spanked. I have no shot. <laughs> I asked my wife and daughter to re-watch the movie and compile 10 questions. And um, I went through them this morning. They're quite tough. I'm just going <sighs> to warn you guys. I don't know. You, you, you might have me, I man. haven't seen the movie in 15 years Me neither. Easily. Me neither. Because I didn't even know it was actually Return of the Jedi. You guys just said Jedi. So I was like, okay. So I was looking up oh, all my Jedi no. facts. You said, Re- yeah, I didn't know. So. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you communicate with him rather than with me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you're inaccessible. <laughs> At J underscore Hartigan on Twitter. Anyway, I will start the quiz. Um, there are 10 questions. And obviously, we do have another nerd in the house, Griffin Benger. So if anyone needs some help, I'm sure Griffin can oblige. Um, Did James just call me a nerd? Yes. I think he called all of us nerds except for Jamie. Because he said another nerd. (laughs) Jamie, you're the only one who's cool. Wear your nerd badge with pride is what I say. (laughs) Geeks are good things. Um, So there's 10 questions. Basically, the questions kind of go chronologically through the movie. So I'm going to kind of do them in order, but I'm going to give you the choice color to go odd or even. So you get question one or question two for the first round. Question two. Okay, question two. Um, So this relates to the scene in Jabba's palace. When C-3PO and R2-D2 are in the robot torture chamber, at Jabba's Palace, what type of droid is having its feet branded? Wait, I, I said number two, right? This is question two. Oh, that is question two. You're going with question <laughs> nice, two first. Nice try. Uh, what, what type of uh, protocol droid? It is not a protocol <sighs> droid. Joe, you can steal. It's a, uh, it's a, bo- it's the boxy one with the, with the feet. Uh, an R. Four unit. Do you know what? I'm actually going to give you half I a point boxy. Yeah. for identifying it as a boxy shaped droid. It's actually called a gonk droid, <laughs> which is the answer I was looking for. <laughs> who, but who knows that? I do. Yeah, I feel like this is going to get. This <laughs> but is going to be one bad. One second. Guys. <laughs> I don't want to split hairs here, but how does someone watch that movie and know it's called a gonk? I droid? should have explained something. My wife is a bigger Star Wars nerd than I am. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry. She's got like a big leather book. That's and she's never like mentioned in the flipping movie. Flipping through schematics. Like, mm, How does she know that? 
expanded universe. Um, <laughs> Which is not a, canon anymore. So there, is, there is a bonus question. There is a bonus question. You might know this one. How many forms of communication does C-3PO claim to be fluent in? Three million. You Six million. Six billion. Oh, oh, no. So, Joe, you get question number one. Okay. What are the first four words of the opening scroll? It was a dark time. No. Khaled, you can steal. Of the opening scroll. Of Return of the Jedi, Star Wars Episode Six. The first four words, Oh, right? Star Wars Episode Six. No, the actual words of the first paragraph. The first four words. The first four words. I don't know. Han Solo is frozen. <laughs> Luke Skywalker has returned. Uh, there is a bonus question, Joseph. Okay. Which other movie in the franchise starts with the words Luke Skywalker has? I know this. Empire. Incorrect. You can steal. Griffin says he knows it. You might want to use a lifeline here. Uh, lifeline. Uh, Force Awakens. It is. Luke Skywalker has disappeared. So I'm going to give you the point there, Khaled, and you it get wouldn't be it wouldn't be a New Hope, and it wouldn't come on. That's it right. Be that's right. Force Awakens. Shut up. <laughs> there's Shut only up. there's only four movies, and you cancel out of one. Like question three or question four. You're just like three. attack of the clones. Okay. <laughs> question three: When Luke is about to be pushed into the Sarlacc pit, what ultimatum does he give Jabba? He says, uh, "Release us, release us now, and no harm will come to you." Close enough. It's free yeah. us or die. I'm going to give yeah. you the point for that yes. one. No, because he definitely does say that as well, but maybe exactly. not the last thing. Yeah. Yeah. So here is the bonus question. Just before Luke issues that ultimatum, how does Han refer to Jabba? What does he call him? Han Solo refers to Jabba. I don't know. Can I steal? You can. Bruh. No, it's a slimy piece of worm-ridden filth. I'm pretty sure in the re-release, uh, yeah. he calls him bruh. He's like, come on, bruh. Okay, Joe, you caught a break here because I actually think this one is obtainable, partly because it's a multiple-choice question. Yes. Question four. As Yoda is dying, he says to Luke, when gone am I? A. Who's gone am I? Gone am I. Okay. When gone am I? Okay. A. You must face Vader. B. The last of the Jedi you will be. C, do not be seduced by the dark side. D, find your sister, you must. Ooh. The last of the Jedi you will be. Is correct Woo! for a point. I would have said say that or, or the sister. On the board. One. No, it wasn't the sister. It was the, yeah. I knew that one. Okay, well, it's, that it's was what's easy. the score? <laughs> Two points to Khaled, one and a half to Joe Stapleton. It's still anyone's game as we head into the third round. Question five or question six? Six. Okay, question six. When Han says he needs a command crew for the Imperial shuttle, which three characters volunteer? Chewbacca. Princess Leia. Uh, it's, it's three, right? Yeah. Chewbacca, Princess Leia, and uh, uh, Lando Calrissian? Incorrect, but I'm going to give you one out of two points because you didn't identify the third character, and I'm going to give you the bonus question. Who is the last of the three to volunteer? And it's the character you missed. So there's a chance Wait, to pick so up a point was, here. All right, so there was Chewie, Leia, Chewie. and one other. The last of the three characters to volunteer to be part of the command crew on the shuttle. Chewie, Leia. I'm going to give you a clue. He's a pretty big deal in this series of movies. Luke? Correct. Joe, your question. I would have that wrong. Uh, question five. What does Luke say that prompts the ghost of Obi-Wan to conclude that the Emperor has already won? Luke says there's something that he can't do, and Obi-Wan says, in which case, the Emperor has already won. I can't. I can't turn down a sail. Incorrect. <laughs> he, he can't let go of his father. He, he can't forget his father. No. I'm not going to give it Griffin to him. I'm right here. I'm a lifeline. You, I'm not, I can't kill Vader. I can't kill, I kill my father. Oh. Obviously, I can't forget him. Uh, the score at the end of that round. <laughs> Carla, you've got a healthy lead now. Four points. Show you're still so on mad. one and a half. Uh, again, we head into the penultimate round. Question seven and eight available. Which would you like to take? Seven. 
Question seven. It what is, is always coming, seven. We're back to the Imperial Shuttle again. What is the name of the Imperial Shuttle that the Rebels fly to Endor? <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculously easy or ridiculously tough? Tough, I think. Okay. Uh, Vader 1. No. Rosebud. No. <laughs> Shuttle Tidarium. Uh, Shuttle Tidarium. Oh, oh, Tidarium. That's right, because of the code. Shuttle Tidarium. So weird cleared. because my cousin's named Tidarium. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, known that. let's see how you fare with question eight. Tidarium. What two-word instruction does Han give to Chewie when the crew of Darth Vader's Star Destroyer are questioning their credentials? They don't want to arouse suspicion, so what does Han say to Chewie they should do? Two words. Punch it. No. Fly casual. Correct, for Fly a point. Fly casual, such a great line. High five on that one. Yeah. But, how do I know that? But Joe, you could pick up the uh, bonus such here. Such a great line. And again, it's not mentioned in the movie, but a good Star Wars nerd would know it. What is the name of Darth Vader's Star Destroyer? Darth Vader's Star Destroyer is named... And I'm going to give you a clue. It's not Gavin. Stacy. No. Imperial One. <laughs> Do you know Griffin? No, I don't. It's the Executor. Oh, yeah. That's appropriate. Uh, final round. Question nine or question ten? Ten. Question number ten. In the original version of the movie, before George Lucas ruined it with a series of unnecessary additions and changes. Who played Anakin Skywalker as a force ghost in the very last scene? What? The, the actor's actor. name? Oh, I can see the vision now. He's British. Crucially, he's not Hayden Christensen. I don't know his name. Joe, do you know? Jeremy Irons. <laughs> no, not that famous. Sebastian Shaw was the actor. Uh, the final question My is... My cousin's name is Sebastian Shaw. And question he was, nine. He was also the one that was with the mask yes. off. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, how is the Millennium Falcon damaged during the attack on the Death Star? Doesn't the, the satellite dish get knocked off It does, off which it? means Han and Chewie can no longer watch Sky. <laughs> <laughs> and the final question, because there is a bonus attached to this, who is Lando's co-pilot for the mission? The guy with the vagina face? <laughs> he does have a I name. I accept this answer. It's like Min Tan or something. After it's like I don't know. His name. There's no chance. Yeah. Do you know, it, Khaled? It's In Tan or uh, Nin Tan? Nine Num. Mm. Anyway, num, it doesn't num. matter because the final <laughs> score is five points to Khaled, two and a half to Joe. By a margin of two to one, you have won this game of Superfan versus Stapes. Yay! Congratulations, well Khaled. So what's his prize? Okay, so we are going to get you a mini chipset. And uh, we'll also get you um, some kind of satellite ticket so you can hopefully be at another event on the A tour. platinum pass. <laughs> yeah. PCA, yeah. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Shut it down. Shut it down. That's Go all off the time. air, off the air. That's all the time we got hey, for I'm this. going to PCA. Yeah. That's right. We're out of here all the time we got for this week's show. Thank you, Colin. Thank, Thank you. you, Jamie. Thank you, Griffin. Thank you, James. I am Joe Stapleton. Smell you later. Whoa.